0: I'm in the era of my life where, like, you can wear sweats, but I'm gonna dress the fuck up. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Elliot's Pages. I'm your host, Elliot Page, and I can't wait to meet you. So, this episode, I am so excited for, but also kind of nervous for. My high school was not exactly the best experience in the world. So I am a little bit nervous to be talking about it, but I'm going to just remove all of my insecurities so I can give you guys the best tips on how to manage this. We're going to be talking about moving up in your life and that transition from high school to college and why it's kind of awkward and how to elevate in that era of your life and not feel bad for the things you're doing and how to walk away from people that maybe are not worth your time or your best company. So to give you a layout of kind of what we're going to be talking about, it's going to be high school first and kind of my experience and how I felt in that period of my life, which I'm sure is going to be exciting. And then number two, which is college athletics and why I usually had friends and why it was kind of hard for me to make friends away from a team. And then that period of time that was after college and how I elevated to where I am today. Uh, The tea is spilling today, Um, so let's just get right into it. So I grew up in a super small town, which meant my high school was even smaller. And how my high school kind of worked, at least in my eyes, was who your parents were kind of deemed your success in that school. And people are going to have so much to say about that, but it's true. Just accept it. Take accountability for it. That's the way it is. And that's honestly great for the people that get to have success from that, you know, like take take it if you can. And I feel like I just got put on all sides of that kind of expectation. My mom was super loved in the community. She owns a business, both my parents do, and they were loved in the community. My mom did everything for that high school, but Me, on the other hand, I was not as people pleasing as my mother was and is. So I think people got a little bit weirded out when I wasn't like my mom. Also, in my high school, if you weren't a three sport athlete, then you might as well just throw any athletic ability that you have in the trash can because it didn't matter. If you didn't do three sports, then then I don't know. What are you good at? And I was primarily a soccer player, although I dabbled in different things. I never was a volleyball player. I never played basketball, only in middle school. I was only a soccer athlete, and that is what I wanted to be. But I also had a lot of other interests like drama and choir and DECA. I even tried cheer, but because of unfortunate events, I was actually kicked off my cheerleading team. I want to make clear that one of the ways I resonate with people and give my words of advice is basically through relating. So I'm not trying to like share my experiences and be like, oh my God, I feel bad for me. It's more just so like you guys don't feel alone if you've been through anything similar. I was a good gymnast and everything. I could back tuck, I could handspring, I could do all the crazy things. But for some reason, um, my cheer experience was very horrible because a lot of girls didn't like me and to each their own, you know what I mean? Like I don't know if there was reasons for people to like me cuz I'm definitely not playing victim. I was not the best person in high school probably at all. But because I was so anxious whether or not people liked me in high school, I think I ended up making people like me less. But because I got myself involved in so many different activities, I was friends with a lot of different groups of people or at least hung around a lot of different groups of people. I was friends with the athletic people. I was friends with the more creative people, the music people, band people, um, drama. I was even friends with a lot of the speech and debate kids, um, you know, stuff like that. But I was also friends with a lot of students or kids that you would deem to be, you know, quote unquote, bad influences. I had a lot of friends that smoked weed and drank underage and went out to parties and whatever else was super bad. I just really didn't have a preference. Like I just was friends with anybody. And because of that, I don't think students or teachers or parents knew how to take me. Um, But I do know that I'm sure a lot of people thought that I probably wasn't a very good influence. This wasn't true because even though I hung out with a lot of people, I I wasn't always doing the things that they were doing. I didn't, you know, dabble in that area, but I wasn't seen as such a high influence as a lot of other kids in my class. And because I was, again, involved in so many things, I didn't have a best friend in one group or in any area, which I think led a lot of people to forget about me or not include me in a lot of things, either, you know, intentionally or unintentionally. So when all the other kids and girls my age were, you know, bonding and basketball and volleyball and all these things, they did not care about me. And also, they were not very nice to me. A lot of girls made fun of me. A lot of girls said bad things about me, you know, told me that I should die. (laughs) Like, I don't know. A lot of people said some pretty bad things about me and also about my family pretty consistently throughout my time in high school, which you know, did not feel great. It wasn't the best. Even when I tried to be nice, I could just tell that a lot of these girls were not really interested in being friends with me. And this got so much worse when I started modeling. I could tell right away that a lot of these girls that I was wishy-washy with in high school, definitely, definitely did not like me later on. (laughs) As time went on, I started not to be very nice back. I got in a few fights and I really was hating showing up to high school every single day. I had so many people think that just because my parents owned this business and my mom was so involved at the school and I was a pretty good soccer player and, you know, I was pretty and I'm attractive, that my life was really good and that I had so many friends and that these people that I kind of hung around or didn't hang around were all super nice to me and I must have just like large groups of friends and everybody likes me, but it just like was not the case. Like I could not find my place and I felt so weird in high school and so out of place every single day. Come my junior year, I was invited to a lot more, but I was invited to these things mainly because it would be obvious if I was the only one Excluded. At least that's how it definitely felt. (laughs) So basically, what I'm saying is once it was soccer season and I was an athlete, I was then invited to a lot more things. And since the whole team was invited, so was I. (laughs) So now that I was an athlete and in season and being invited to all these things, it made me wonder how other people. Felt who were never athletes or never experienced being on a team. And because I had so many experiences in different clubs and organizations in the school, um, I could really tell that if you were an athlete, you were treated so much differently. And not only that, but certain people were treated differently as well. To cut this story short, the one thing that stood out to me was in high school, I got an MIP. A person that I was in a relationship with at the time ended up drinking with some of his friends and I was included in that. And to clarify, although it was a minor in possession, I had one sip of alcohol. I was in no way drunk or obligerent. It was just a thing that happened. I was immediately escorted out of the prom and then I told my coach and the team right away the next day and took full blame for what I did and what had happened. My coach made it very clear to everybody that I would be working very hard to get my varsity position back. So I was immediately taken off varsity and put on to JV to practice, even though I couldn't play games, which I accepted. You know, like I was in a bad place at a bad time and I did something that was not very leadership like of me. And I got that varsity position taken and I worked hard every single day. And when I was able to play in games again, I then wasn't even put back onto the field which was extremely hard because I was one of the players that definitely should have been on the field for the most part. Not saying we didn't have other good athletes, but uh, it was definitely weird. Flash forward three other girls on the varsity team, then it ended up getting an MIP later. And in this example, it shows how different people were treated differently because these people were able to keep their starting positions as well as continue to practice on the varsity team. And this story was just to explain my high school experience and the way I believed my high school to work and to kind of prove that. But it is not to hate on those girls or the situation. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter then. It really doesn't matter now. But it is just, again, to kind of state um, how things like that can feel. And because of situations like this that happened often, I. I felt as if I was constantly judged more. I was constantly seen as the bad guy more frequently and people's beliefs of me and thoughts on me started to affect my mindset and how I saw myself, which then made me feel considerably unlikable. So as I moved into my college and got to experience a different kind of life. I deemed myself unlikable. I deemed myself to be a person that nobody would want to be friends with. And I really didn't know how to communicate or show my personality to a lot of new girls because I knew that so many girls in my high school didn't like it and were not my friends and didn't want to be my friend. And because I knew of how many people thought of me as the bad guy, I painted myself this character that wasn't even me. I took pride in being a bitch and I took pride in being mean. Because so many people already felt that way about me, I let their beliefs control my everyday life. I wouldn't even let people get an opinion on me. I would just act how everyone already thought I was because I was tired of trying to convince people I was something else. And since you guys have probably listened to my last episode, you now know kind of what happened with me in college soccer and how in and out of the dorms we were and how often we were home rather than actually spending time with our team because of COVID. I am so thankful for some of the girls that I met on my college soccer team and I am friends with so many of them still to this day. But it took me a long time to come into my personality in college and to believe that these new girls and this new team could even like me because I truthfully believed that nobody would. I wouldn't even try for a long time to talk to some of these girls on my team because I literally just knew they wouldn't like me. And it wasn't until out of college and away from my athletic career that this really began to get to me. Without a group of girls and a team of people that I was seeing every day and basically forced to be friends with, I did not know how to make friends And I put myself into a box to basically not even try. I spent so much time alone. It was insane. I think I spent the few months out of college that I had 100% by myself. I literally did not hang out with girls for probably like three to four months ever. And the only person I even consistently talked to was my boyfriend. And we weren't even seeing each other. For months because he was away at school. I started to get very bad social anxiety um, because I wasn't spending a lot of time with people and I literally would just linger on how I felt in high school and how people treated me and my mistakes in high school and the things that happened to me and just dwelled in that feeling of how I felt all throughout high school. I was always afraid that I was going to say something wrong or someone wasn't going to get my sarcasm or humor, and I was going to come off rude and immediately not be liked. This made me basically afraid to talk to people, which is what stemmed my social anxiety. And this was completely my fault because I was not giving myself the chance, and I was already creating a image of myself before I was even meeting people, and my mindset was horrible. Like, I was the problem. It was me. I was the problem. Now that we're finally done with the story time, I'm going to get into the actual purpose of the video, which is explaining how I was able to overcome this experience in my life, overcome high school, and elevate my life out of college and into my 20s. And how I started my self-love journey and enabled myself to begin to build relationships that were mutually benefiting. High school and college are really just such small parts of your life and I want to teach you all how to elevate your mindset and reach for those passions that will benefit your life, your goals, and all of your relationships. There is more to life than how you felt in high school. Okay, starting off, don't take things personally. People hardly know themselves, so what they say about you is only coming from an eternal warfare that they're having with themselves. If they don't know anything about themselves, how would they know more about you than you do? Number two, not being compatible with a certain group of people or with a person does not define your likableness or your worth. Not everybody is supposed to like each other or be compatible with one another. So stop people-pleasing because you're never going to please everybody. Which leads me to say you need to find a group of people and friends that enjoy doing the same things that you like doing and make you feel seen, heard, and accepted. And this can be tricky because if you are following a path of things that you used to be that you are no longer, then you are going to continue Gravitating toward people and friends that still don't like you and that don't treat you good and don't make you feel good because they're not going to be interested in the same things that you truthfully are. So you need to be honest with yourself and know what you like and know who you want to be and gravitate towards those people that are the same things. For instance, if you don't like drinking and you do not have fun going to parties, Then why are your group of friends big party girls who all they do is go out and drink and party? And vice versa, if you like to party and you like to go out and drink and go out with a group of girls or girls and guys, then why is your friend group doing something opposite? Or why do you feel like your friend group is always boring or making you feel bad or this, that, and the third? Which leads me into another thing which definitely elevated my life in my 20s was finding out that I am able to change. You do not have to be interested in what you always have been interested in. You are allowed to change without giving people an explanation on why you are changing. Like in my experience, I was always a soccer player. I was always an athlete and it was so weird for people to see me getting into this creative industry and modeling and people always were asking me, Why did you switch your career paths? Why did you stop soccer? Why'd you do this and that? And it's like, I don't owe you an explanation. You know, I just decided to do that and I changed and now I'm on a different life path. And this is really huge because I feel like this is why a lot of people feel stuck, especially say you're an influencer and you've started making money on social media, but your parents want you to stay in medical school, but you don't want to. Okay, well, You're allowed to change, you're allowed to switch paths, and you need to do what's going to make you happy and be around an environment and people and an atmosphere that is going to make you your best self. Accepting yourself for who you are and allowing yourself to change into the person you want to be is vital for connecting with friends and people that will be more alike you and align with what you want. A Christian. So it's super important for me to have relationships that are built around Christ and allow me to explore Christianity and my relationship with God. This does not go to say that I don't have friends with different beliefs, but it's important that when my friends do have different beliefs, they do not make me feel bad for mine. I also try to keep a friend group that will keep me in touch with my morals, have the same morals as me, and remind me of the person I want to be and stray me away. From being somebody I don't want to be. For an example, I don't want to be around people that are gossiping or talking bad about people or making fun of people because that's not who I want to be. I don't want to talk badly about people and make fun of things that are beyond people's control. I want to be a part of a friend group that is uplifting and secure and healthy. I was reminded of a verse the other day in Mark 2, and it says, Jesus healed a paralyzed man because of his friend's faith. This is why your circle matters. And it's so true because who your circle is, is more of who you're going to be alike. So if you're surrounded by people that are positive and uplifting and goal chasing people, then that's going to rub off on you and you're going to be the same way. So why would you want to be around people that are not alike you and are not compatible with you, who are teaching you and showing you and influencing you to be something that you are not interested in being. This is why people pleasing can be bad, because if there's a reason why this person isn't interested in being your friend, then let that happen. Because It's not for you. A door that is closed should not be pried open in any relationship. We do not need to beg people to like us. Let people like us if they want to like us. And part of elevating out of high school is coming into yourself and allowing yourself to, yes, make mistakes and be around those people that you may not wanna be around forever, but also understanding when it's time to leave and when those people are no longer serving you. And that is okay because like I said before, it is okay to change and it is okay to not want to be a part of something that you used to like being a part of. If you recently just turned 21 and you're super into drinking right now and partying with your friends, that's great. But as soon as you turn 22, if a lot of your friends are still interested in that and you're not, that's okay. You know, like walk away from that. It doesn't mean you have to stop being friends with those people, but allow yourself to recognize your atmosphere. And choose paths that will elevate your life because nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else is going to, you know, pull your hair away from this atmosphere and tell you to do something you want to do. You have to do these things yourself. And I think for a lot of people, people pleasing is what gets in the way of that because they're so worried that these girls are not going to like you or you're worried that these people are not going to like you. So you stay in this environment and kind of change within each person you meet. And you pick up on people's personality traits here and there and you change your personality based on each person you're around. And it's like, how is faking it going to ever make you be who you want to be or get you from point A to point B? Because if you're ever changing your personality around people and trying to be more like them in a way that doesn't suit you, Then you are only showing yourself that you are not confident enough to be yourself and to be rejected if someone doesn't like you for who you're being or for who you are. All humans have this state where they just fear to be rejected and it's normal, but you also need to know that not everybody's going to like you. You are also not going to like everybody for who they are. So rejection only saves you time. It saves you time from hanging around people, having memories and experiences with people who are not going to like you ever. And ask yourself, do you even care if these people like you? You know, like, okay, cool. Yeah, they don't like you, but do you like them? Like, do you like them? Because that is something I had to sit down and ask myself, So many times I was like, ooh, I don't feel comfortable around these people. These people make me feel bad for my personality. They think I'm weird. They don't think I'm funny. They think my sarcasm is too much or too bitchy. I was too authoritative. I've heard so many different things and I was walking on eggshells to even be around these people, which led me to realize, why would I like someone that makes me feel that way? You know, like, okay, good. I'm glad you don't like me because I actually don't like you either. and that." Is Okay, because now I never feel unlikable around the people that I spend most of my time with. I feel completely fine and accepted every single place we go together. I never feel annoying. I never feel like I'm texting them too much contacting them too much. Or I never feel bad if I'm ignoring them or not texting them as much. I have friends that accept me for me so utterly right now. It's insane. Like I have such healthy relationships and I wouldn't change them for anything. And that's where I actually gained my inspiration to create this podcast. And I just feel accepted around everybody that I'm with all the time that I gained all this inspiration and motivation from these people and this feeling of love that I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I can do so many things next to you guys, which is why your circle matters. The people I'm friends with today want to hear about my success. They want to hear about my modeling career. They don't make me feel like I'm bragging. They don't make me feel uncomfortable for being myself. And these new experiences created new neural pathways for me to consistently expose myself to new things and ideas. And I'm no longer uncomfortable with the people that I'm around, so I feel motivated to do all these new things and create new businesses and really come into myself and be the best version of myself. And this goes to show that because I was no longer feeling underappreciated, I was able to move up and elevate in my life. I no longer had to shrink myself down to fit inside a community or fit into a group that wasn't for me. I began to gain so much confidence in my life and in myself that I was no longer asking for permission from people or asking for acceptance on what to do next or where to go next. But yeah, I think that kind of explains how I was able to elevate in my life and move on from the feelings I had in high school And stop letting them affect how I lived my every day to day. A lot of people always wonder how I moved from my hometown and began to model and began to travel and do all these things by myself and how I run my social media businesses and how I now start a podcast and how I keep up to date with all the trends and do all these things and I'm not scared to post myself on social media or be myself. And this basically explains why I'm surrounded with really good people and I don't care what anybody thinks about me. At all. Like I actually don't give a fuck at all. (laughs) And it's such a good feeling. Seriously. It really is. Because I have watched myself become such a strong, confident, secure woman. And I am able to take all of these risks without, you know, like texting my friend and saying, like, hey, should I do this? Like, you know how girls used to text their friends before high school and be like, Hey, are you dressing up today? Are you wearing sweats? And then they would all kind of come to an equal playing field of what they were gonna wear today. I'm in the era of my life where like you can wear sweats, but I'm going to dress the fuck up because if I feel like I want to dress up tonight, I'm going to do it because I want to. And I really want all of you to get to that point in your life and watch yourself grow and watch yourself elevate and do things that you never thought you would ever do or ever accomplish. Don't be afraid to take steps. Don't be afraid to travel. Don't be afraid to let go. And don't be afraid to change your life for the better because I promise you do have it in you. And in this world, you can do whatever you want. Set yourself to a higher standard and watch what you can achieve. Set boundaries with people and allow yourself to find your place. And no, I don't think that you should just go around being rude and cutting people off left and right. And I kind of did do that. I regret. maybe how focused and selfish i was in certain phases of my life when i was when i was elevating but at the same time that is just what i had to personally do to get to where i wanted to be but there definitely are ways to be less aggressive about it for sure and i've also learned how to do that in my years of changing This has definitely been one of the most difficult episodes to record so far just because I really wanted to say things correctly and guide you down a path that made sense. It's kind of why I took you guys through that story time, which I second guessed multiple times whether or not to post, but that's my truth and I don't really want to feel bad for that. I hope this gave you guys some inspiration and allowed you to maybe kind of come out of this level headed and understand where you need to take your life next. And I hope that you can pinpoint maybe some of the feelings that you're feeling right now and either understand that they're not forever or now feel confident enough that you can change them and move up in your life. Let me know how you guys liked this video. Of course, rate my podcast. Um, this will be on Apple Podcast soon. It's been taking a little bit longer to get those episodes finalized on there. So I'm sorry if you were looking for it on Apple and you couldn't find it. It's because it's not on there yet, but I will let you guys know when it is. The next episode of Elliot's Pages is going to be about all things modeling agencies and what to watch out for, which is basically going to be on body image agencies, scam emails, all of that. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Like always, tag me on Instagram if you listen to this week's episode. And I'm so excited to talk to you guys next week. And I also wanted to just say thank you for now 150 downloads on Elliot's pages. That's absolutely insane. I cannot wait to start hitting more milestones with this podcast and to talk to you guys more. So yeah, love you.